up, what's up? You are now listening to the Limitless Experience with Eric. Thank you for tuning in. This episode, we'll be recapping a Black Mirror episode titled Smithereens. Today, my co-host once again is... Candy Wayne. So, if you're a new listener, thank you for tuning in. If you are a return listener, I appreciate you as well. If you haven't already, please tell your friends about this podcast. My Instagram is limitless underscore E, and my co-host Candy. My Instagram is XO Candy Yams, C-A-N-D-E-E Yams, Y-A-M-D, XO. Awesome. And, um, you know, don't be afraid to let her know how you feel about her opinions on the DMX podcast. Um, please do. Come at me, bro. So as I said earlier, this recap and reaction episode is about the Smithereens episode of Black Mirror. If you've seen it already, follow us along the ride. If not, go take a look at it. So we start off with Chris sitting inside his car, and he's waiting for a passenger outside of the company's Smithereen. Now, a lot of times movies can't use uh, the actual names of the companies that they are portraying. I felt like Smithereen was supposed to be Facebook. How do you feel, Candy? Uh, I felt like Smithereen was a cross between, yes, Facebook and um, Twitter, given all the hashtags. Okay, okay. Um, So the first passenger he picks up is a woman, and he gets right to the point. Soon as she jumps in, he asked her if she works there. She said no. He took her to her destination and dropped her off. And then he pops right back at Smithereen for his next passenger. At this moment, we did not know what his purpose was, but... Later on, we found out. So he picks up Jaden, and unfortunately for him, Jaden worked at Smithereen. The so-called rideshare company that Christopher was working for is called Hitcher. You know, in my opinion, I think Hitcher is probably Uber or Lyft. You agree? Mm-hmm. So we've established that Smithereen is probably Facebook, could be Twitter. Um, in between his pickup trips... Chris is somewhere and he's eating and he's annoyed. He's like losing his mind because everybody who he's around is all into their devices. There's notifications going off. Everybody's texting. Everybody's just deep into their phones. And that is bothering the hell out of Chris. And we see it. I see it all the time. I've been places where everybody's been in their phone and it's like, yo, if something popped off right now, how many people would look up? Uh, does that happen to you often, Candy? Um, that's true. Like, I'm often reminded, like, my husband would be like, pay attention to where you're walking. Um, you know, unless I'm at a street or something, yeah, I'm paying attention. But I remember, like, maybe two, three years ago, here in the West, they started making, and I haven't seen them recently, but they started making, they started splitting the pavement and putting, like, you know, street lines on them for people that wanted to, you know, ride, ride their bikes or skateboard or just walk clearly. And then you have another side of people that are on their phones. Wow, is that wow? And that's that's in Oregon. Yeah, we ha- I haven't seen them recently, but I remember they did make them because we were having issues with people, and um, you know we got a lot of bikers out here. People are health nuts. Uh, yeah, a lot you. of bikers and right. stuff, and they'll be in the streets. They ride in the streets next to the cars, so they try to make lanes and things for them, or even people just on their phones looking down all the time because they tend to walk slower. So they made separate lanes, but yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, wow. Now they're not doing it out here in Jersey. That would be insane to have a lane on the sidewalk just for idiots that want to be in their cell phone, not paying attention. 
Yeah, they were getting clipped by bike riders, skateboarders, and some more stuff. Mm. Okay, so <clears throat> moving on in the story, like I said, Chris finally picks up what he wants, and that is somebody that works for Smithereen. Um, Jaden is the victim, and he's driving him to a destination where they switch cars. I don't know why they switched cars. I don't know what that had to do with the story. I don't even know if that had to be inside the story. But Jaden had no idea where Chris was taking him to because he was too into his phone and Chris actually turned off the navigation system because he knew he wasn't taking Jaden to his destination. He took him to the spot where they switched cars and then he pulled a gun on him. Um, now, I didn't know what the episode was about. I read the description a little bit, but I tried not to read too much of a description of a show before I watched it. So once I saw him pull the gun out on him, you know, I actually thought that there was going to be some type of ransom involved. Um, right. What did you think? I thought I knew there was going to be more to it because they have yet to explain what is the purpose, you know, and why we were even at that build, the Smithereens building. Like at this point, they still haven't explained anything. So you're still all over the place. Right. But then you come to and kind of just like, OK, maybe he's going to rob him. Right. Maybe right. he's doing, you know, the share ride or what was it called? Hitcher. That he was doing Hitcher, I guess, to pick up people and rob them. Maybe that's his MO. Right, right. You know, a lot of uh, Uber drivers have been getting attacked or robbed these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be that's gonna be going on for a very long time. It's like the Domino's Pizza, man, you know? If you live yeah. at, like, 523 Smith Street, you order a pizza to deliver. maybe 527 Smith Street. And then when the guy shows up at 527, you go over there, you knock him out, you take the pizza. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's no, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> oh wow, you don't know? Okay, well, I know it. You said you know what you mean, like you know, you know how to do this shit. No, I, I I've never done it, but <laughs> wow, yeah, wow. I have heard of robbing, robbing the pizza delivery man who only has like fifty dollars in cash on him, by the way. So and some pizza. Okay, was it worth robbing him over though? Fifty dollars and some dinner for the night. I feel like it's worth it if you're sixteen. And what if you're a 30-year-old man that's just hungry and wants some money? You get both in one shot. Uh, well, you're going to take 30-year-old charges, too, if you get caught. Whereas if you're 16, you probably just get brushed off after do some juvie. Those are petty crimes. For $50, too? Yeah. That wasn't worth it. Yeah. Well. And then what happened? They don't deliver in your neighborhood now. Great. So nobody will have any blueberries in their salads now. Eric, thanks. Listen, if you think criminals give a fuck about other people besides themselves, you are wrong. Yeah, that's what I told you about DMX, but you weren't trying to hear that. <laughs> what? How see, did you, I, see wait, how that came back? How did you, yeah, br- yeah okay. explain how you brought that back. What? Where? Think, where he, is he the correlation? He, I said the home invasions, the robberies, like, you're a criminal. Right, so where's the correlation between that and the dominoes thing? Uh, and, and people not giving a fuck about other people besides themselves. Being a, when you do home invasions, you don't give a fuck about anybody but yourself. So I can't have sympathy for you when you don't give a fuck about nobody but yourself. And if you're robbing pizza guys, I don't give a fuck about you because you don't give a fuck about him. Clearly, you know, pizza delivery is, is a very cheap job. Like, if you're 30-something delivering pizza, something went wrong. And maybe this is just temporary or just your part-time gig, I hope. But at 30, you should not be delivering pizzas. I'm not saying the... Pizza delivery man is 30 years old. I'm saying, what if the perpetrator is a 30-year-old criminal? Yeah, fuck him. 
You okay. won't. You thirty, and you're gonna do time. Like I'm just saying, you, though. Like you, yeah, you don't. You said something about the pizza delivery man being thirty years old. A pizza delivery man could be fifty years old. He just might need the extra bread. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. If he's delivering pizzas at thirty or fifty, clearly, you know, this is uh, uh, life or death. You know, he just he needs this. This can't be his main gig. And if it is his main gig, I'm sorry, but. Oh, you know, so, it's already so, a cheap so, job. So, then so to a rob criminal him, should have mercy on him based off his age. Well, yeah. If I do, if I order a pizza and I plan on robbing the pizza man, and a sixty-year-old man shows up with my pizzas, I'm gonna look at him and be like, "Man, I can't do that to him. I thought they was gonna send like you know somebody in their twenties or something. I didn't think they was gonna send a six. Like I could kill him. <laughs> like, okay. Wouldn't you have mercy because of his age? Wouldn't you be like like? The rider or the share a ride guy, wouldn't you be like, okay, let me find another victim because this one ain't going to work. She didn't work there. Right, so, but it's not like they're taking a dude's life. They're just saying, hey, you know that money that's in your pocket? It's mine's now. It's not, and if I fight, you're going to kill me. So it's not really like I have a choice. No, 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 no. Just like the DMX thing, nobody's going to get killed. At worst, pistol whip. Okay, but you don't know that. He could have killed. He could have took some lives and had some bodies. You don't know that. It's not like he would display that. When Jaden tried to bump the guy and run, what did you think? The dude had a gun on him. He said, we're going to switch cars, get out. As they're getting out, Christopher takes his eyes off Jaden for like two seconds. Jaden bumps him and tries to run. What did you think? I thought, um, honestly, I thought, I realized this is when I got an idea of the character. Um, when he... Jaden asked, you know, he let him get out the trunk and he let him sit in the back seat. So from there, I realized, okay, you're going through some shit and I happen to be caught up in it. Like, I don't think he's a bad person. Like, I, I don't feel like he's going to shoot me. I just think he's in a, in a moment and I just happen to be there. But what did you think of Jaden's decision making? Like, you thought that was smart? Dude got a no, gun on No, I didn't think it was smart because really there was nowhere to run or zigzag to. It was just right. open road. So. And you can't run faster than a bullet, bro. Right, but if you zigzag, that makes it hard for him to... If you zigzag, guess what I'm going to do? Soon as you zig, I'm going to shoot this bullet at zag, and I'm going to catch you. That's true. You're true. That's true. I, I don't know. I, it just makes it hard to target, though, if they're zipping back and forth, because maybe they don't go right back to zag. Maybe they, you know, just throw you for a loop. But, yeah, there was no way for him to so run unless he ran zig, out the Instead bridge. of zigzagging, they zigzag zag? Yeah, you got to add a third loop in there, like... Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, think of it's life or death. So I don't know. Start doing flips, drop, crawl, roll, jump up, run some more, slide down the hill. I don't know. Just you know, confuse, confuse well, them. Well, Jaden may not have been able to know this at the time it happened, but clearly, dude doesn't know how to handle a gun. So what you should have done is after you bumped him, at least try to beat the shit out of him and take the gun, stomp him out, try to get the gun out of his hand. Even though your hand was in that zip tie, your hands were still in front of you. You can still overpower a certain type of person. And Christopher looks like the type of person if you put my hands in some zip ties, and they, and, but you keep them in front of me, I'm going to take that gun from you if I get the drop on you. If if you turn your back on me. I'm, I'm gonna... Yeah, but was it not you that said a couple of clicks back that when you've made a, when you're in a bad situation, you continue to make worse uh, choices. Yeah. 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 I remember saying that to you when, when, when you're in a dangerous situation, you sometimes you make, make us the current situation more dangerous. But as you said, it's life or death. You want to get shot in your back or you want to try to go out with a fight. 
Right. I think he it was fight or flight. It was like, just make a move. And he saw an opportunity, and he took it. Was it the best thing? No, because, I mean, he caught him. But yeah. he yeah. made a move. And you would have made a move, too. But I felt like I knew he didn't know how to handle that gun and that he wasn't a killer once he told me I could sit in the back seat and not the trunk. Right, 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 right. I felt right there that clearly, okay, you're going through some shit. This ain't you at all. Exactly, exactly. Mind you, this has been three years of, of buildup. Are we currently in 2021? Why Why do you say three years? Um, Because if you if you paid attention to it, he's been dealing with that buildup for three years, ever since the accident with his girlfriend. They said that in the story because this episode came out. I don't know if it's... I think this episode came out before 2021, to be honest with you. What happened was, I think it came out in the year set in the, in the actual show is 2018. Right. So that means his last post, when they showed his last post, it was dated 2015. And that was the, got the you. text I got you. So he got. We're, so we're three years from 2015. Right. He, that's the you. text he got when he was driving and he looked at it and that's the one he killed his girlfriend. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. That makes sense. So he's still stressed out, even though the drunk driver, they labeled the cause of the accident because he died too. But mm-hmm. really... He could have prevented that if he had seen it coming. He right. looked down at his phone. Right, right, right. We're going to get to that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's right. So his last uh, post on uh, Smithereens was 2015 when that accident happened, which mm-hmm. was the picture of the dog. Mm-hmm. Now, um, a lot of shows actually do this, where they uh, do some foreshadowing. Um, so... The day before Christopher picked up Jaden, he went to a grief counseling meeting. And um, in that meeting, he met a woman named Haley Blackwood. So um, he was going through things. And so was Haley Blackwood. Haley Blackwood finally uh, spoke up for the first time about what she was going through. And she was going through grief because her daughter committed suicide. Um, After that meeting, she introduced herself to Christopher and she asked Christopher if he wanted to go out for, I believe, coffee or something like that. And he said, uh-huh. no, not this time. And uh, maybe another time. And she said to him, you could die tomorrow. Let's let's do something. Right. The irony, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, Christopher took her up on her offer and he went home with her and they had sex. And she explained to him about her daughter, her daughter's situation and actually what happened is uh, her daughter, Chrissy, committed suicide, but she doesn't know why. So in the on the social media platform that her daughter was on, they allow you three incorrect passwords per 24 hours. So this woman had a a long, long, long list of passwords that she was trying every 24 hours to try to log into her daughter's social media platform which was called Persona. So I don't know if it was Tinder or... Uh, well, what information would she really get from a Tinder? Because Tinder's not really like a Facebook or anything where you can get messages and read things. That's kind of you just swipe or you text and talk to people and you look up and move on from there. Correct. So if we believe that Smithereen is Facebook, what would Persona be? I believe Smithereens is uh, Twitter and Persona is Facebook. You think Persona is Facebook. Okay. Okay. So when she was logging in or attempting to log into her daughter's persona, she would have 
found some information that would have allowed her to get a better understanding or maybe find something, even if it's small, something that would allow her to know why her daughter took her own life. She typed mm -hmm. in three different passwords, and once again, she was wrong, and she had to wait another 24 hours, and then we don't see her again until the end, but we follow Christopher's journey, and Christopher picks up Jaden, kidnaps him, takes him to a different car. Now he's holding them hostage. The cops see, uh, the cops saw Jaden in the back seat with the bag over his head, so now it becomes a standoff. And in this standoff is where everything comes together like a puzzle. Now, going back to Haley Blackwood, the mother of Chrissy that committed suicide, she just wanted closure on what happened with her daughter. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, in my experiences, I just noticed that parents are intrusive. Um, I don't have any kids, but um, Candy, you do. Have you ever tried to log into your son's uh, account or maybe try to come upon his journal and invite yourself to reading it? Um, well, he's not really a journal writer, but he does have um, like Instagram. And occasionally, I mean, because I pay the phone bill, I can absolutely go in there. And but take how a do look you know he doesn't keep a journal? Anything that has to do with writing, anything school related, he's not interested in. I mean, the only time journal, this kid journal, writes is if it's like work. Journal entries aren't school related. Journal entries are personal. Are True, you... but I've tried. Like I don't know. He views that as like a, it's a diary. That's a girl thing. So, so you've attempted to find out if he does keep a journal. Yeah, well, no. I bought him books. Like I'll take him to the bookstore and be like, "Oh, look, this is a journal. You can write like your notes or your like beats or your raps and things." So he has a book for that, but all he'll put in it is like raps, like little you know little songs he's writing and stuff. So if he did keep a journal just to record where he's at in life, you would invade his privacy and read that for to, to, to find out what's going on with him? Um, I wouldn't go in there for no reason. Like if I know something's going on with him or like in her situation, my son committed suicide. Yes, I would go through and see if I can get, you know, an idea of why. No, or let's, let's, you say, know, the let's say there's no suicide. There's no sign of suicide. Your son is just a 14-year-old kid that's living his life, and he says, Hi, Mom, I'm going out to a friend's house tonight. Thanks for allowing me to go out. Um, I'll see you in two days. Would you invite yourself into his room and invite yourself into his journal? No. Not unless he gave me reason to. No. What would I'm be, not going to pry. What would be reason to? Again, what I just explained, you said n none of those things are the issue. So then, no, I have no reason to um, unless it's like like before I've gotten a phone call from one of his a girl's mom who claimed that he was bullying or whatever. And so I took his phone and went in the group chat and I'm reading the chats and I'm screenshotting and sending her mom the things that she was saying that she deleted, calling him, you know, all types of names and, you know, just as vulgar. But gotcha. she deleted all hers and showed it to her mother to see, make it seem like he was bullying her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I sent the screenshots and I said no because she deleted what she said. But this is here on my end, so it wasn't like he was just attacking her. They were going at each other, and gotcha. then she brought her friends in, and that's how it became a group effort. Yeah, yeah, that's like a thing now where people try to um, expose um, DMs and text messages, and they clearly yeah. deleted most of what they said and just left the incriminating side of what the other person said and said, Look, exactly. And, and I'm not cool with that. You know what I mean? So 
And the thing with that is, too, uh, my son, I have my oldest son. He's 14. I have him at 18. So I'm younger than most of his parents, his uh, friend's parents. So Mm -hmm. she, as a mom, didn't know that you can go in and delete stuff. Mm -hmm. She didn't know it. So I exposed her to it. Like, no, she took this off. Gotcha. This is what was said. Gotcha. You know. Now. So in those instances, yeah, I will get involved in. Mm -hmm. Now, once you showed that moms that, yo, your daughter deleted this, um, did her opinion change or what happened with that? She became very slow to reply. Um, It was like, oh, okay, let me let me look into this and I'll call you back. But she never really called back. It just became text. I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. She she realized that her daughter's not as innocent as she wanted, wanted to believe. So of course exactly. So it became a text thing, and then she was just like, "Can we just drop this though? I just want it to end. That's all. Like they don't need to talk to each other anymore. Like after I showed her what her daughter was saying, it was just more like, okay, let's just end it. That makes sense. I'm not even a parent, and that makes sense. It's like, yo, I'm trying to expose your son to you, and then you flipped it on me and showed me the absolute truth, the undeniable truth, and now it looks like my my child. Exactly. Now it looks like my child's a bad person. So on second thought, let's just leave this the fuck alone. Exactly, because she it was during summer vacation last year, so school was out. Her mm-hmm. mom contacted the school to get my number. Mm-hmm. She wanted him to get it. She wanted my son to get in trouble. So she told her mom, if you call the school, which was in the chat as well, her friend told her, tell your mom to call the school and get his parents' number. Mm-hmm. That was exposed as well, and that's exactly what she did. Isn't that what you did? You called the school, right? That's how you got my information. Okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's that's crazy, man. That's crazy the way people think. It's like, all right, I'm in the clear, so now I'm going to expose this person. And I don't care what the result is, but now the situation is reversed, and I'm about to be exposed, or my daughter is about to be exposed. Now I got to try to cover this up. Now I got to shut it down. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, because if you want to go, if you want to take it to the schools, I'll bring my notes. Right, right. You right. don't know how to screenshot and shit. I do. Right, right, yeah. I had a situation like that at my job to where the same job I was explaining to you about the story where I don't trust the people. And I, I anytime I had my coffee, I would take it into my office with me. I had a, mm-hmm. um, I had a manager, right, that um, when I worked at a bank, if you ever wanted to pick up extra hours... You would just email um, whatever manager you you uh, were uh, not necessarily cool with, but like a manager in an area that you were okay with working. And it's like, hey, listen, I don't work. I'm not scheduled to work at my home branch on this day and that day. Do you need help? Right. So if the manager responded to me, yes, I need some help. If you clear this with your manager, then, you know, I would appreciate if you came to my branch to help out for a day or two. Right. So I took my man. Right. Okay. So I took that manager at that branch. I took him up on that offer and I went to go help out. Right. And, um, you know what Skype is, right? So if you Mm -hmm. sign on to Skype on the system of the bank, that means that you're clearly at work. You can't sign on to that company Skype from home. Right. So if you sign on and you're on and it says this person is active and it's like, okay, he must be at a branch somewhere. So my assistant manager, the one who was who who rubbed the coffee mug on herself, my coffee thermos, which caused me uh-huh. to throw it out the window, she emails me and she was like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "I'm at the Bloomfield branch." She was like, "I didn't tell you you can go there." And I said, "I know, but I cleared it with our manager, her her manager. You know what I mean? Like she's the assistant manager. She answers to the branch manager." 
and I'm telling her that, right. and she's talking mad crazy in email, and I'm so happy that this conversation is being had via email because now everything is documented. So I'm actually because you went over her head. That's her problem. It's an ego thing. You went over my head. Exactly. So once she started talking crazy to me, I said to her in email, "Hey, listen, I don't appreciate the way you're talking to me. Um, you know, could you?" What did she say that was crazy though? Like what was across the line? She was just telling me that anytime I wanted to go anywhere, I had to clear things with her. Like and, a slave, okay. Right, I got I got to clear things with her, and I have to be more um, uh, vocal about your communicative, movement. if that's a word, with her, right? And it's just mm-hmm. like, no, I I talked to the manager about this, and I'm trying not to say any names. So I'm like, I talked to the manager with about this situation, and she told me everything was clear. And she was like, no, that doesn't make sense. I said, you know what? We'll do this. How about we talk to the manager on Tuesday the next time I come to work? And at that moment, I believe, because she said some other shit, too, that I can't remember. But at that moment, I believe she realized the entire conversation is documented and mm-hmm. uh, bookmarked and archived. So there's nothing you can say to get out of this. Even you, this is the type of shit you can't delete because I have it on my side, right? So right. When I, once I returned to work and I went right to the manager, and I'm not going to say her name, I said, "Excuse me, manager, this is the conversation that this assistant manager had with me. Um, is this right?" She was like, "No, that's not right," um, and I'll go over that with her, right? So obviously, the ma- the assistant manager knew that was coming. So at that moment, she started to apologize. And she said, oh, no, I was just asking because blah, blah, blah. And she turned real friendly after that. And I still remained professional. But at the same time, I knew why she switched up. She knew mm-hmm. what she knew what was coming. So, um, you know, I don't even know how we got to this topic. But I like to have shit documented because, oh, that's why we got there. Because we're talking about people that like to delete things and change the narrative. But you can't mm-hmm. you can't change the narrative whenever there's emails and direct messages, you cannot change the narrative. So nope. once everything was documented, you can delete it. You could try. You could try to delete it, but don't forget the other person has the entire has exactly yep. the entire conversation archived. So you know, I showed that to the manager. The manager was like, "Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with this. I gave you the okay to go help out at that branch. That's okay." And then with this topic, she shouldn't have said this. He shouldn't have said that. So you know, she pretty much let the manager know. Let the manager let the assistant manager know. Hey, listen, you were wrong. But you she, out of pocket. Yeah, right. you out of pocket. But, Did she curse or anything? Uh, no, but she she was just being super super aggressive. But the manager that we both answered to was such a professional that she didn't say anything to her in my presence. She said, "I'm glad you brought this to my attention. I'm gonna handle this. Eric, you can go back downstairs. I'll handle it from here." And as I go downstairs, I knew the conversation that was happening. She was telling the assistant manager, you need to change your approach because you were wrong. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. she's such a good manager that she didn't do that in front of me, which, you know, I commend her for that. Because had she said that in my presence, that would have made the assistant manager feel even smaller than she already felt. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, but she tried to make you feel small. So I don't give a shit. Oh no! Trust me, I I didn't give a shit. I, I got my shit off when it when it, when, it, when 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 the time was right. I got my shit off on that assistant manager, 
And um, I'm proud of the way I handled myself uh, around her because she wasn't a good person. She was very mean-spirited. She was very just unnecessarily just nasty. You know what I mean? For no reason. Very miserable. But um, what comes around goes around. And, um, you know, she she left that company before I did. And it it, it wasn't on good terms. I just say that. And if she's listening, if she's listening, how you doing? How's it going? <laughs> uh, but, um, exactly. But uh, let's go back to uh, Smithereens. Yeah, because you were talking about her going through the emails or the, the persona book trying to get questions. Exactly. I mean, answers. Exactly. And, you know, that's the thing with suicide. When you commit suicide, you know, you pass that hurt that you were dealing with onto your family because... You think as a mom, what what did I do wrong? Like, why why did my baby think it was okay to do? Why was it okay for them to leave me? Like, I can't fathom leaving my children. My children are the first thing I think about. So to I think know, about committing I know. suicide. I understand, I understand that, but do you think, and I don't want to compare your son because I don't want to put that thought into your head, but don't think that as a mother that you messed up. Think that your, your, your child may have been going through something that he did not want to face. And that has nothing to do with the parent. That has everything to do with his surroundings. You know what I mean? I get that. But I also feel like, how did I go this long and not know that he was this depressed? This is my child. I'm supposed to pick up on these things. How like, they, should, they usually how show would, signs. How, how would you pick up, though? Does your son have a girlfriend? No, I don't think so at the moment. You don't think so. So you don't know. What if your son does have a girlfriend and what if that girlfriend is somebody that he really loves, but that girlfriend isn't actually his girlfriend. She's just a close friend and that girl has an actual boyfriend. And now that sends your son into a deep depression. You would never know. That's why I'm asking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, but then I would also think I didn't teach him to handle rejection. Well, but this is, this is, is, back to me. I understand that, but this is, and, and we're not going to try to go back to this DMX thing again. But this is what I was speaking to you about, about you being a mother, you being a, a, a woman, right? And mm-hmm. what male uh, presence your son has. There are some things your son just is not going to talk to you about. You know what I mean? And there are some things that a man may need to talk about. So whether you know it or not, there's conversations that your son is having with his father that... Guy code, man code, your 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 husband will never talk to you about because that's okay. violation of man code. So as a mother, you under you gotta understand this. There are things that's that your son is going through that you will never know about. Here's the thing, you gotta remember the dynamics of my household. My husband is Arab. Arab people are very mm, closed off. Like you don't talk about sex, you don't talk about these things, you don't, you know, this is haram. Haram means forbidden. Mm-hmm. This is against religion. You don't do these things. Now, me and my husband experienced a teenage pregnancy at 18. Why? Because we were both young and he knew nothing, you know, coming from the Middle East about sex and how reproduction, because his parents didn't talk to him about that, mm-hmm. nor do they teach that in school there. Mm-hmm. When you figure out about sex, it's basically when you get married. That's when you figure it out. And maybe, you know, your uncle will tell you what to do. But even for the female, like your auntie's a joke, you know, with you, but you really don't know what you're getting into until you get in that bedroom. That's when most Middle Easters discover, you know, what sexuality is or what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to our marriage, I am the more open parent because I am American. 
Mm-hmm. So my son can come talk to me about girls, girlfriends, or things, you know, that's going on with his friends because he feels I get it more versus when talking to his dad. His dad's like, this is stupid. Okay, so what? Don't talk to him no more. Move on. He doesn't get that it's a court. It's a hierarchy, and it's a social, you know, it's a social gathering, middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. So my husband's quick to be like, I don't care about this kid stuff. He, I go to work. I come home. I don't care about those things. You know, talk to your mom. He'll tell him talk to his mom. See, so and, and we, were, we, we were having the conversation off mic that, you know, it's not for everybody. But that's kind of a thing with men. Some men aren't as open as they should be. Now, if you don't have kids, it may be acceptable to be closed off. But if you do have kids, that's unacceptable. There should be nothing that a child, a little boy, cannot come to his dad and talk about. That's just how I feel as 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 a person, that's, but I, I don't have any kids, so I don't know. But that's true. But I understand that. That's true. But my husband's relationship with his dad is kind of him being American and being Arab, too. It's like, OK, I can do this with my mom, the American. I can say this. I can even joke with my mom. But with them, you know, there's a hierarchy. You don't joke with your dad. You don't play with your dad. I'm not your friend. You know, you respect me. You respect your aunt, your aunties and uncles. You know, it's all of them are like, you know, elders. There's a hierarchy with the way the culture is set up there. So you can't do certain things with yeah. your parents over there. But does, so respect, son, does respect mean lack of communication? It's just haram. And again, and I mean haram meaning in the sense that this is wrong. This is against religion. I can't go up to my dad and ask about sex. Maybe I get cussed out or maybe he will talk to me about it. But more than likely, growing up, I've been taught, you don't talk about these things. You don't ask about these things. You talk to it with your cousins that are your own age or your siblings. You don't, and, and of course, we're all idiots. We're all learning it at once, you know? So you don't talk to your parents about that. And they don't teach sexual education over there. Right. It's a complete different thing on this end. So my son is more open talking to me about these things versus, yeah, he should be talking to his dad because he is a male. But dad's not really that open about it or interested in it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so my son's going to tell me everything. So that's why I said when it came down to it, how could he commit suicide and leave me? That's right. the thing. We're so close. You didn't think about how it would affect me. You were okay with leaving mom. Right. You always want mom. So, yeah, I would have missed it. I'd have been like, how did I not know that he was, you know, experiencing or feeling this, especially when he talks to me the most. That's and it true. would drive me crazy. It would drive me crazy. I probably would be trying to get into a social media like her. Yeah, I understand that as, as as a mother, that would drive you crazy. But sometimes mothers bring guilt on themselves for no reason this at all. This is true. And, that's uh, true. I understand you're saying that's true, but you're going to still do it regardless. Your son may fall and scrape his knee. That has nothing to do with you. That's just life. That's what happens. But you don't want to bring, you know... Um, guilt on yourself because of situation that your son is going to go through your, your, your child um male or female is going to go through life and things are going to happen and things are going to occur the same way things happen to you so you got to realize sometimes your kid may go through things that you went through sometimes they may go through things that you have not experienced but you have to let them experience it and you can't feel guilty for it that's true i i mean that's right in the sense like with archangel you know like you said oh how do you know she tried coke? I feel like a lot of, especially in the 70s and 60s, a lot of people were doing coke. So you can't tell me she didn't try that shit, you know, because 
that's when it was big in her era, her teenage era. So, of mm-hmm. course, she would have tried it. But, I mean, again, like, I get you're going to do stuff, you know. But certain things, coke, though, you could do that once in OD. Right, right. That's true. That's very true. So, yeah, I would be pissed about this coke. But, like, can you start with weed and cigarettes? Like, I won't pull up seeing you do that. Like, <laughs> It but depends. if I see you doing lines of coke, yeah, I'm gonna pull up. Right, but it depends on, unfortunately, their peers. It That's all... true too. You also have to protect your child's energy because some children, you know, in that age, they're still susceptible and open to new things, and they're still learning themselves, and they can get a friend, right. you know, it that all, deals that's with what I'm depression saying. and ex- yeah, exposes them to shit like that, and then all of a sudden they're depressed all the time and don't even know why. It's right. literally just transfer of energy. It, exactly. It all depends on their peers, unfortunately. It's like, is my kid going to gravitate towards the guys that are into weed? Is he going to gravitate towards the guys that are into coke? Is he going to gravitate the guys that are into like books? Is he going to gravitate the guys that are into sports? Like, whatever their peers do, most likely that is what your son or your child is going to become. I agree. That's true. So you also got to be careful with that's why you're so anal about who they hang with. I don't like him. I don't like choices he makes. I don't like the things he does. You don't need to be friends with him. And it's not until that person actually crosses them for themselves do they actually see it. Like my mom told me so many times in middle school, high school, I am your only damn best friend. I will need never one of them bitches take a bullet for you like I will. Yeah. That didn't click until I got older. I get it now. But I was so caught up in my friends and wanting to be with my clique and everything, thinking you just blocking and you hating. Like, think, why would my mom hate? Like, why? Right. I'm 15. Why right. would she want to be 15 again? Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. You think they hate, but it's really not. It's just, no, this isn't a good, you know, this isn't good. Like, I wasn't allowed to go to house parties. Like, I can go to functions, like school dances and stuff, but my mom didn't really want me going to, like, house parties in people's basements and things. Yeah. Which now... I get. I got into a fight once, like almost got jumped at once, and at one. And ever since, I'm like, yeah, I can't do those because one, nobody there to pop- protect me if shit did pop off. Yeah. So, so this story is definitely gonna uh, be revisited in a later pod. But I've had a friend be placed into a coma after getting into a car accident from being in a car with some friends that were drinking at an underage party, right? So he was uh-huh. in a coma, and that was my literally childhood best friend from kindergarten. We'll get back to that story another day. And I also had Aww. a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really hurt me. I've also had a friend that um, uh, I recently, within the last year, found out that he's no longer with us. And I'm in my mid-30s. He didn't make it till his like 19th birthday. And I did not know that because we went oh, to high wow. school. Exactly. We went to high school together. We were best friends in high school. Um, and then, you know, once you leave high school and you go to college or you don't go to college, you just go start you branch working. out. Mm-hmm. You know, you just separate and you assume that, okay, my homeboy that I went to high school with, he he's probably doing X, Y, and Z now. So a friend reached out to me. And he told me that the guy that I was best friends with uh, died because he fell asleep behind the wheel and he died like at 18. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wait. Was there alcohol involved or he just fell asleep? 
I don't know, but um, it, it was so unbelievable to me that I Googled his name and I saw the article that came up. He was the son of a police officer, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. uh, we went to school and we were cool, man. I used to be in his crib and we would be watching TV. I remember I watched Players Club for the first time at his crib. So that would give you an idea of how old we were or how long ago that was. But I watched Players Club for the first time at his crib and uh, his mom was cool. His dad was never home because his dad was a cop. So his dad was put in that work. But, um, you know, we were cool in high school, you know what I mean? But just a couple of years ago, uh, I was reaching out to an old friend that went to high school with us, and he told me that, you know, the homie passed away because he fell asleep behind a wheel. So I Googled his oh name. Oh, my gosh. I Googled his name, and sure enough, that's exactly what the article said. It said he fell asleep behind the wheel, and, um, you know, the, the, he, he passed away, so... You know. That was tragic. Wow. And just think, like, all the years that went by when he crossed your mind, like, he was... Yeah. Like I said, I'm in my mid-30s, so this kid, he passed away when he was in high school, you know, 17 or 18 years old. So in, in the back of my mind, even though I might not have been thinking about him every day, at least if had I run into him in the mall in my 30s or some shit like that, I would have been like, yo, what's up, bro? How you been? You know, dab him up. And, but clearly that's not going to happen because he didn't even make it to his 21st birthday. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's... And then, then you missed, you know, the... I'm not sure if you wanted to go, but, like, you couldn't even go and pay your last respects, missed the funeral and everything. Like, I'm pretty sure you were good with his mom, too, right? Seeing as though he's the best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great friend of mine's like... It's funny because he had got transferred from another high school and uh, he was placed into my high school and he was kind of an introvert. And, um, you know, I realized that. But uh, with me, it's like I try to learn people before I judge them. So me uh -huh. and this dude just started talking and we connected. And I'm not going to say I was like the most popular um, person in my class, but I was kind of popular. So it's like if I accept you, then it's like my peers will also accept you. And I kind of ran with some of the more popular crew. You know what I mean? Okay. So after me and him became cool, it was like, all right, cool. Like, Eric fucks with you, we fuck with you type of thing. You know what I mean? And anywhere I went, whether it was like grade school or high school, I always had two best friends. And people always called me and my other two best friends like the Three Amigos. So it was me... And uh, I don't give a fuck. His name is Daniel. Rest in peace, Danny. Um, okay. It was me, him, and uh, Jovan. And they called us like the three amigos. You know what I mean? And we would be mm -hmm. chilling with each other. And we were inseparable. You know what I mean? If you saw one, you saw the other two. You know what I mean? Or if you saw one, you saw the other one. And the other one may have went home or some shit or, 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 or been absent. But, um, you know, we were cool peoples. And, um, you know, he, he passed away. And I did not know that until about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all about your peers, like I said. So one of my friends was placed into a coma, and one of my friends passed away because he fell asleep behind a wheel. Now, you know, it's a blessing that, or, or maybe I don't even know what you should call it, but what if I was there, you know what I mean? Would it have gone, mm -hmm. the, would it have gone the same way? 
Mm-hmm. Would I would I passed away? Would I be in a coma? So I don't know, but um, it's 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 all about who you hang with and the relationships you make. Well, when you discovered that though, did you have time to grieve, or was it like kind of like it happened so long ago that it kind of didn't feel like there was a need to? With Danny, I was reaching out to a friend that I hadn't talked to in over about ten years, and he was reminiscing about his high school life. And uh, Danny wasn't as nice to this guy as she should have been. You may have, mm-hmm. you may say he bullied him a little bit. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Danny was cool with me, right? So Danny okay. may have been pushing this kid around. And the way it was introduced to me, the guy said, you know, it was a lot of people that I haven't been cool with since high school. I'm glad I can reach out to you, Eric. But people in high school like Danny, who were mean to me, you know, um, mm. and then he said, and, he, and then he said, what happened? And I said, excuse me, what did you say? He was like, yeah, Danny passed away in a car accident. He fell asleep behind a wheel. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? You're talking about Danny, the guy I was cool with? He was like, yeah. And the conversation oh, with this dude continued for another 20 minutes, but I completely completely like blacked out and was like mute the rest of the conversation until I got off the phone with this guy and I typed his name into Google and sure enough like it was true he actually passed away in a car accident wow and so he said that he was being mean to him like you never knew that though no 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 my my (laughs) Danny Danny in high school was a kid in high school you find who you can pick on and you pick on them Unfortunately, mm-hmm. this guy was one of the guys that was picked on. You know what I mean? But that's mm-hmm. my best friend in high school. So it's like, I can tell him to chill out. But if he doesn't, I'm not going to. And in high school, I'm not going to have the presence of mind as a 30-year-old that's like, yo, respect that dude, man. It's right. not. We're in high school. We're having fun. You know what I mean? So Right. I, yeah. So that's that's what happened. Mm, that's interesting. That's deep. Very deep, man. To 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 Google that somebody you were cool with and you've been over his house and you met his his his, his mom's. So like I said, I've never met the father. I saw pictures of the father and his uh his father was like you know a cop and he was like he had pictures of like this is my father's first arrest. This is when my father busted this guy. This is when my father did this. Because, you know, that's that's the thing when you become a cop. It's like, yeah. you, know, you just made your first yeah. bust. Like, we're going to take a picture of this. And he had the pictures hanging on the wall. And I was like, wow, man, your father looks like a cool dude. But his mom's was there. His mom's would make food. We would go in the basement and we would watch we would watch movies. And we would be high school kids, you know, just, just yeah. kicking it, having, having fun. And, um, you know, so to hear that that kid that you were cool with, is now go 12 years into the future and he's not around anymore. It's kind yeah. of, you know. That's deep. No, I think I've lost, I would say maybe, I think we've had like one or two deaths since high school mm-hmm. with my, that I grew up with. And one was in particular, his name was Ashley. Mm-hmm. And he had gotten to it with a guy over beef. Like these two have been beefing over this girl since mm-hmm. like ninth grade. But mm-hmm. Once high school was over, and I think we were out of high school, it was like the year after we graduated that summer. Um, 
the dude that actually he kept beating him up and he would jump him and then they would jump him and then they would jump it would just keep going back and forth but i guess this nigga at this point had had enough right and he decided he was gonna shoot his ass and he did and he's still doing time to this day for it and ashley's gone um but i mean after my thing with that is after so many years of your click jumping me and putting me in the hospital would you think he was gonna do he's gonna get fed up he wasn't gonna take that shit forever right 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 yeah yeah you know and eventually that girl wasn't even in the picture no more that's how I like they just had an ongoing beef after that even after her what was this a high school thing or it was a high school thing it was a shorty in high school she was dabbling between both of them um they were both you know beefing with each other they would jump each other their cliques would jump each other well more so i would say ashley's clique would do the jumping Mm -hmm. whereas the other guy he would fight one-on-one you -hmm. know but ashley always had a crew with him so it was always a jump for him but ashley is the one that's no longer here yeah ashley's gone he took a gun and and took care of it i mean he was basically like i'm sick of getting jumped by this ashley you know somebody say so ashley's in jail or ashley was is been shot Ashley is deceased. Oh, wow. The guy that Ashley kept jumping is the one that took him out. Oh, wow. 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 That's crazy. And I'm saying after like four years of constantly jumping each other, you know, or fighting and putting each other in the hospital, I guess this nigga was like, I'm going to end it for good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he really did. Like, not even no shade. He really did. So what he did he do? 25 years? About that. About yeah. that, if not more, um, and yeah, Ashley's been deceased going on. I want to say he's been dead as long he died the year my son was born. Cause I, I told you it was the year after high school, so he's been dead going on fifteen years this year. That's deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the cutest thing, little light skin, red bone thing. He had the braids. He mind you, somebody, everybody was crushed on him because he looked like um, one of the little niggas from Bone Thugs, just short. Mm-hmm. But all the females was pressed on him. You know, he was a looker and had the hair and everything. And yeah, it was like a waste, a waste of beautiful life. Right, right. Um, but he gone. And he got a sister though that's still around, and she had a son, and I think she named him after him. But um, yeah, that was my first high school death, and I'm pretty sure there's more. I just don't know about it. But no, no, no. Yeah, I, 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 there's kids that were a year ahead of me that passed and kids that were behind me that passed is even this kid that I went to school with that had like um, stomach cancer that I didn't even know. So it's crazy how you just reach out to people on social media and, um, or, or, or you don't even reach out to them, but you just see a post and it's like, wait, this is, I remember this guy. And then it's like, yeah. damn, what happened to him? And then you, you just do a little bit more investigation and it's like, ah, oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. And actually I take that back. We did just have a death, uh, at the end of last year, one of the girls I went to high school with, a drunk trunk, truck driver was going eight, uh, a couple of hundred, uh, I don't know, 80 miles per hour down a street, you know, like a neighborhood street. A residential and area, he, a truck driver. Yes. Yeah, wow. he was going down the street. And this is where my husband actually lived, his street. And um, he was going the wrong direction. He was on the wrong lane. Mm-hmm. And drunk hit mm-hmm. her and her two kids because she was taking them to school. Mine just like six in the morning. So she was walking. No, she was driving her car. She was taking her kids to school. He okay. was coming down the lane in the wrong lane. Okay. At eighty miles per hour in an eighteen wheeler. Wow. So she had no took chance. Took her out. Yeah, took her out instantly. But the children survived. So the kids were in the back seat, probably, right? Yes. 
in car seats, but took her out instantly. But the, the babies made it. That's the most recent one. And that was like in October. And, uh, and if you do know, where's the father of these children? I don't know. They so, didn't speak on it. Um, there was an article in the paper about it. They didn't mention him. They said the children are recovering. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think we would take it there. But um, let's get back to smithereens. You can't outrun a bullet. If anything, try to stomp him out and take the gun. Luckily, dude didn't shoot. I call him Franklin because um, um, in in the the TV show Snowfall, his name is Franklin. Oh yes, 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 yes. That's right. Yeah. You know what? I did not know. So many actors are coming out of the UK, even black ones, and I'm like, I don't know that they're British until I mean they and they're really doing good, like, the American accent with ease. Yes, and it's really hard to do. It's actually easier to talk like them. Right, so that's another thing. Like, I'm sure you know who Idris Alba is. When I used to yeah, watch... Yeah, and The Wire, I could hear his accent. He's not that good at hiding it. He's not, but it only came out sometimes in The Wire, right? But yeah. did you no, ever... No, not just The Wire. Other stuff, too. All right, did you watch Takers with Chris Brown? No, I, I my husband and his brothers watched that, and I thought it was stupid. I, I don't really been. watch anything with T.I. in it. T.I. and Ludacris are like the worst actors. I put three holes in your head like a bowling ball, boy. <laughs> okay. They're the worst. <laughs> they right, so listen. to rapping. It's so trash. <laughs> if they're in it, I'm not interested. You lucky if I watch something with, um, what's his name? Um, the other one that went crazy two summers ago from Fast and the Furious. Tyrese? Yeah, like, I'll watch Tyrese, but he had a loony moment, like, for a little bit. He did spaz out, and I understand he is bipolar, and he was tripping with his daughter and all that, but... And, um, first of all, his baby moms was coming after him for no reason. It's like, oh, you in all of these movies, you coming out with this this album and that album, and... and first and, and, of all, it wasn't, it was not for no reason. She said, because they were, they were separated, and they were doing shared custody of the daughter, the daughter didn't want to go over to his house, and she asked the daughter why. The daughter said he spazzed out, and he um, spanked her or something about over her shoes or something not being in order or whatever. He said, you know, I'm not the type of parent to just give my daughter whatever. Like, you, even though we have money, you have to, you know, still do things to receive things or whatever. But the daughter is saying, no, he had a manic moment. And you know when people have bipolar, when they're bipolar, they have manic moments where they have a serious breakdown and spaz out, and it can be scary to a child. Is it confirmed that Tyrese is bipolar? Yeah, yeah, it is. He oh. came out and said it after that whole thing came out. He explained, I, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be on meds. I'm, I've been diagnosed with this, which most actors are bipolar. That's why they're good at transitioning and playing roles and being different people. That's uh. why they're good at it. Well, Most of I, them are bipolar. I, I, I think my Denzel has a natural gift. I don't think he's bipolar. I'm not saying that. I didn't say all, but I said most. Most celebrities are bipolar. That's why you usually find out behind the scenes later. You'd be like, what happened to them? They spazzed yeah. out, went off their meds and, and needed to check in yeah. somewhere, you know, to yeah. get their stuff together. Rest in peace, but Robin Williams. Another one. Yeah. You know, the funniest people are really the most depressed. And they're yeah. so funny because they have to be funny to keep from laughing, to keep from people noticing the pain. Kevin or, Hart. Know, like a, Kevin a Hart, laugh at my up. pain. Another one, but see, Kevin got joned on a lot for being short and dark. Like, yeah, you got fried a lot. Mostly by black people, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You know, but 
him having to deal with that made him the comedian he is. Like, he had to learn how to laugh at his pain, you know, so people would be laughing with him, not at him. Right, 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 right. Well, he... he, Um, Same thing with Fat Kids, you know, Fat Kids... You ever watch Roast Me on uh, YouTube? No. It's literally a show where these, you know, comedians, young comedians, they come on, they sit down, and they go in this little classroom. They act like they're in class, but they just roast each other. Like, they're adult jokes, but they're frying the hell out of each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. And most of them, you know, the fat ones, like, it's a lot of them are chubby. But that's because growing up, being fat, you had to have jokes, right? Because the jokes were usually about you. So usually chubby kids end up being comedians, right. even if they lose weight growing up. Because they, they got dealt so many, um, you know, backhand comments. But yeah, Robin Williams, a perfect one. I had no idea he was depressed or was dealing with any of that. Yeah, nah, I, 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 I still remember the day I heard about it, and it's like, damn, Robin Williams, like... Me but, too, bro. But here's the thing, when I go back and I look at Robin Williams' interviews, I he used to now. watch a lot of late-night TV, a lot of Jay Leno, a lot of Conan O'Brien, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, um, a lot of David Letterman. So mm-hmm. whenever he was on these interviews, instead of making it an interview, they would make it a display of his comedic brilliance right but Mm -hmm. the best way they would do that is to say hey say something funny or hey we heard you did this show us and he would literally you can see him like take like two or three seconds to tap into the mindset of this created persona that he's made for himself and do that and how painful is that where it's like hey you robin williams you're really funny and appealing to us when you turn into that guy Become yeah. that guy for us. Yeah, like, nobody like saying, saw what the you are isn't funny. Exactly, nobody saw what they was doing to that man, damaging him like that. Like, yo, you, you this dude did movies, and sometimes people don't respect people when they try to do something else. Like, I recently saw a trailer for like the new version of Saul, starring Chris Rock. Have you seen those commercials or the trailers? Um, no, but I did see a, a, a ad for the Chris Rock. I think. All right, Chris, I see a commercial though. Chris Rock is trying to play a serious role as a police detective, right? And it's like the new version of Saul, right? So I'm looking mm-hmm. through the comments, and one of the, a few of the comments was like, "I can't take him serious. That's Chris Rock. I'm used to him being funny and stupid." And it's like, right? Okay, but is he not allowed as an actor to become something else? He is an actor, like. You can't accept the fact that this dude is trying to be a serious role. And I'm scrolling down and comments were like, yo, I laugh every time this dude tries to be serious. To me, that's yeah. insane. That's that's crazy. To me. I mean, some people just aren't strong enough. You know what I mean? And circling back to the DMX thing, some people handle shit differently. Some people just aren't strong enough to get through it. You know what I mean? Unfortunately for Robin Williams, he was one of the guys that, that wasn't strong enough. But like... Even me, I didn't want to read all of the comments because a lot of them were about Chris Rock attempting to be taken serious as an actor. And it's like, okay, he made us laugh. He's a funny guy, but he's Mm -hmm. an entertainer. He's an actor. It's okay if he tries to do something serious. Don't don't try to knock him for that. You know what I mean? Right. So that's just... Yeah, you got to give them room to be themselves. Right, right. Because what you're saying is my actual being is not good enough. I have to do these monkey dances in order to get, keep, you know, your attention. Exactly, exactly. And that's something I'm not cool with at all. 
I would agree. I was really shocked by that. Like I, I wouldn't even be. I couldn't. I couldn't do. Like Jumanji was my shit growing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I heard that, I was I, and and Aladdin. Right. How ironic. And then I grew up and married an Arab. Okay, so for me, it was Miss um, Doubtfire, which mm-hmm. is 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 that has a message in itself. Um, and then um, one hour photo, and I think we talked about that, but um. I don't hour, think I've seen that one, but you did bring that up to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In one hour photo, he worked, um, you know, at a photo development place, probably like a Wal- Walgreens or something like that. And he just walked in, worked in the photo department, and he saw that uh, two different women brought in a camera to have the film developed, and both women had one man in the photos, and it was like the guy was cheating on his wife. So he went... Yes! Yeah. That's what you said happened. And yeah. you said he told him or something. Yeah. Well, he 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 invaded the dude's privacy and he wanted to see what the guy was doing with the family that wasn't his and, you know, um, shit like that, if I can remember. And that was a serious role. There was no comedic shit behind that. And it was like, this dude is talented. He's a good actor. You know what I mean? He shouldn't have to keep uh, transforming into these creative characters to to make an audience laugh for fucking 30 minutes you know what i mean yeah i agree i agree yeah that's yeah that was a big one for me like even over michael jackson which is crazy because we had tickets for the this is it tour and Mm -hmm. then he died so that didn't even happen but i mean i wasn't as affected by michael but i think uh robin affected me more for sure now michael jackson is my top five my top five favorite people, uh, number one is Kobe. Number two uh, would be Tupac. Number three is uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, four and five are Denzel and Mike Tyson. So three of them. Speaking my- of Denzel, though, his son is cute, John David Washington. So anyways, what did you see John David Washington in? I think I was watching Ballers. That's where I saw him at. Now, before I saw him, or before I knew who he was, uh, you know, sometimes you're watching TV and you're not paying 100% attention, so you might be looking in your phone or whatever like that, or you uh-huh. just, you, you're not focused 100% on what you're watching. So he's in Ballers with The Rock, great show, by the way, and um, um, I wasn't looking at the screen when he made his first appearance. So I'm just hearing the voice, and I'm like, yo... This dude is doing a bad impression of Denzel Washington, right? <laughs> and I look, okay. I look at him, and he doesn't look like Denzel to me. Um, he looks like his mom. Okay, so I look, and I'm like, yeah, this guy has clearly been influenced by Denzel, as many of us are. Like, I'm not an actor, and I still find myself having like some Denzelish moments or saying things that Denzel said in his movies and shit, right? Uh, but, I, um, yes, you do the King Kong has nothing on me. No, there's there's been no uh there's never been a situation where I would have to say that. But there has been times where Denzel has said other things and I was like, yo, I I just said something that Denzel said. But anyways, um I look at the cast of um, Ballers and I see John David Washington and I'm like, oh, wow, this guy is Denzel Washington's son. So Uh um, that's how I found out. But I mean, if you close your eyes and you listen, 
dude actually sounds like his dad. He sounds like him, yeah. And he was in a new movie too. I forget what it's called, where he kind of like reverses time. Okay, I, I I saw that. I saw the trailer for that, but I I didn't see the movie. But I did watch. Yeah, I, I didn't see the movie. I saw the trailer. Um, yeah. but. I was supposed to watch that. I'll have to go back and look at it, but it looks good. I watched the entire series of Ballers, though. I enjoyed that show. I The only reason I actually paid attention to it, it wasn't something I wanted to see. It was something my husband was looking at, and I happened to notice, you know, this chocolatey, good-looking-ass man that was and suited up in a football. His arms, oh, my God. I, okay, that's when I paid attention to him. Okay, so... You were attracted to Denzel Washington's son because you said his arms and all that, but The Rock is way bigger than him, Paul's. Are you attracted to The Rock at all? Eric, I told you I am not into light-skinned men. We never had that conversation. Yes, I remember bringing that up at one point. I did say that sometime before. You just forgot about it, but I'm not into light-skinned men, and I really think The Rock is overrated, and he's too big. So there is a such thing as too big. Yeah, he's too big. Like, do you see him? Like, what the hell? That's intimidating. You're a woman. It's not like he's going to beat you up. I get that, but that's also just a lot. And I feel like once we get in the bedroom, I'm going to be let down. Because, I don't know, I feel like there's some steroids. Something in there. That's not natural. Men aren't just built that way. They either take protein or steroids to get that way. He's ridiculously big. Okay. And I get he's like Samoan and they, they just thick people in general. Like Samoans are thick. They also have really pretty hair. Thick hair too. But he's just huge and I'm only what, five, seven, hundred and thirty pounds, like I'm so meek compared to him. But I get it, some women like big, bulky, burly ass men. Like some women like that, but I'm I'm not into that. Okay. I like normal. Like John David Washington, that's good enough. That's that's good. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's like me assuming you like you know girls with Nicki Minaj asses. Are you into that or? No. <laughs> no. That doesn't do anything for you. But it's a big ass, like you just said. It's a big, muscly man. Why wouldn't you like him? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not into the Nicki Minaj ass. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm surprised you're not into silicone. That's interesting. No, 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 no. Please don't. Don't misunderstand. Some women wear the silicone well, and I am into that. But some women wear it clownishly horrible, and I'm not into that. You mean ant booties with ant legs? Yes, exactly. Like, what are you doing? I remember one time I was in a stizzy. You were in a what? A stizzy. Okay, what does stizzy mean? Uh, Put two and two together. So we're in a stizzy. It's a nice, it's a bunch of women dancing. There's nice music. It's a nice oh, ambiance. women dancing. Yes, there's drinks involved. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so I'm you in... were in a brothel. Got it. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> so I'm in a stizzy. I'm sitting next to this chick, and we're chilling. We're vibing. And uh, this chick gets on stage, and uh, we both start laughing. And I'm like, well, what are you laughing at? And she says, what are you laughing at? And she was like, look. And she's pointing at the chick. And the chick had a clownishly horrible but you know what I mean? It's like, like, why did you do that? And like, uh, it made her hips look like wisdom teeth. <laughs> I guess she. Um, so th- to 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 tell me how the, 
the, the chick that was sitting next to me to explain to me what she saw, right? She grabbed uh, those like little uh, straws that you put in your your drinks, like the little black small straws. And mm-hmm. she said, the ones that give you with alcohol? Ex- yes, those. She grabs them and she says, look, her legs look like this. And she grabbed two straws. And then she 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 uh, made her fist the way you would if you were like doing like eye binoculars. And she put them on top of the straws and she said, it looks like this. And I wish them too. <laughs> and I just started laughing because I'm like, yo, that is horrible because that's a. That's exactly what it looks like. And that's exactly what it looked like. And it's like, who's attracted to that? Like, you're not well, proportioned. Because, well, those are girls that are getting it done in like back doors where they have to keep getting it because it deflates. So they have to keep pumping it. And over after time, their ass is way bigger than they intended, but they don't realize it as much because they're used to it. But then you also got ones that are trying to get it out, and it's literally destroying their body. Yeah, well, that chick, whatever she, whatever she got that done, at, she needed to go back. She shouldn't have did that. Because I think oh. New York was the first place where they were getting them done and killing them. Right, a lot of a lot of deaths happened with these uh, basement style. Some chicks was having a uh, caulk put inside their bodies. I'm like, what? Why? Yeah, I'm like, is this real? Like going into little basement. And having caulk and cement placed into their bodies. And then it's like, come on now. That's... Yeah, cement. I didn't think it was real cement, but it's real cement. Nah, trust me. If you Google woman dies from caulk injection into buttocks or some shit equivalent to that, you're going to see a true story come up um, with that happening. Oh my God, why would you agree? I don't think they knew it was cement. I think maybe these people were lying about what it was. Possibly. They were using? Possibly, but they're, they, they they have uh, passed on. But at the same time, um, I've been in spots where the small, petite girl is jealous of the thicker, more proportioned girl. And then at that point, it's like, you know, she can probably only think of one thing to do, and that's to decide buy to... butt pads bitch you don't need to inject shit excuse me how Just you buy get... butt pads what you gonna do with butt pads and a stizzy oh yeah it's a strip club oh well yeah i can see you needing or wanting cosmetic surgery being a stripper but again you you getting what i'm giving because i don't plan to be here the rest of my life so i don't want to be built like a stripper my whole life either like you don't want to be here the rest of your really life don't. and really check this strippers... out crazy thing is i'm not to cut you off but i'm in my mid-30s and I've been going to Stizzy since before I was old enough to be in Stizzy's, right? So that's at least, a, you, to be in the Stizzy, you got to be 21 or older. I'm in my mid-30s. There's this chick that was in there. When I first saw her, she looked exactly like Nicki Minaj. And I said to her, um, do you know that you look like Nicki Minaj? And I don't even know if Nicki Minaj was out at that time when I was too young to be there. But somewhere along the line, Nicki Minaj came in. And I had that conversation with this chick. And she was like, yeah, I get that all the time. But I know this. When I first saw her for the first time before I was 21, she told me she's only here to pay for college. How long do you go to college for? Four years. Maybe five if you fail some things. but Maybe five. I'm in my mid-30s. I saw this chick in this dizzy about two years ago. Yes, two years ago. And the first time I saw her, was about she's been there over a decade. Over a decade. So she must, must be trying to get her doctorate. 
No, she ain't getting shit. This is literally her lifestyle, which is going to suck because you spent all your youth doing this, which meant you didn't build your resume for anything else. So when you finally leave the strip club, is she younger than you? She can't be younger than you. No, because she was working in there before I was old enough to be in there. So she got to be at least 40. Oh, no, I hope not. I hope not. I would say we were probably... No, I actually been to Stizzy's where the chicks were um, not old enough to be in there. So I would say at her youngest, she's probably 35. Okay, so we approaching 40. Do you think niggas is coming to the club to see the 40-year-olds or the 21-year-olds? I don't think she gives a damn. She still got to get that money regardless. That's true, but see, your dilemma is worse now because you spent all your life stripping, so you don't have a resume doing cashier, retail, call center, nothing. Because you spent all your time stripping, and now that your age is catching up with you and the younger bitches are moving in, what are you going to move to, prostitution? Yeah, but luckily for her, um, she's physically attractive, and um, I don't know if she'll have a hard time getting a job in retail. Because of her looks? Correct. I mean, she can't walk in and be like, oh, I want to be a dental assistant, but you don't have no schooling or background yet, but I look good. That's not going to work, boo, versus the seven other people with history and background doing it. What, what's your background? Stripping? I disagree, Candace. If she walks into a dentist office for an interview looking the way she looks, okay, and then a more qualified, less attractive woman walks in looking the way she looks, Dizzy okay, Shorty going to get that job. if it's a man, most likely somebody I want to look at her all day. But then when he realized her ass is stupid and can't get shit together after some time, you know, it's that them looks are going to fade. Yeah, she cute, but she dumb as a, a fucking rock. Okay, do you not know dumb women in powerful positions? No, I don't, I don't really surround myself with dumb women. Okay, well, let me be the bearer of bad news. Dumb, attractive women are in powerful positions. Not powerful, but... Uh, no, they, they can get with men with powerful positions. Even Donald Trump's wife, she wasn't first lady. She was not, but she's still Donald Trump's wife, so... That's because she's default. only there because of who she's married to. Women have power in who they marry. Right. That's how they get status. Right. But to just walk in somewhere where, like, I'm saying, like, a hospital and demand to be a fucking nurse without the training or whatever, just because you look good, that's not going to fly, because these are people's lives, and you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah, but at the same time, um, you know, there are thirsty dudes out there who don't have anything else to do with their money, and to keep a relationship with this chick, or chicks like her, they'll pay for their schooling. You can, yeah, you can pay for the school and you're going to have to because you're going to fuck around and lose your practice hiring her because she doesn't know what she's doing. Okay, so you're in this dizzy and some dentist or some lawyer or some doctor that's had a long day comes in to blow up some steam before he goes home to his wife and that chick is working and she just happens to make his day and he falls for the dumb shit. So he decides to, you know what? Um, I'm rich or I'm, I'm, I'm well off enough that I'm going to offer you this. And it's up to her to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to dental assistant school. Do you mind helping me out? And trust and believe dude is going to do it. Yeah, that's different. That's how women get by. Like, that's just the way the sex is set up. The God, gods give man money. Man chase money. Why? Because women chase money. If the man has money, then the women will come to him. He doesn't have to chase him. That's, That's the cat and dog chase. That's the way God said it. 
Right, right, right. Wow. And then the cruelest joke is the woman reaches her sexual peak in her 30s. That's when she's like a 16-year-old boy, constantly sex on the brain. Mm-hmm. But she's not that way in the beginning. So when you get married, the husband is constantly wanting sex from you. But then when he gets in his 30s, he's slowing down. His 30s or 40s, he's slowing down. He's not really as active as he used to be, but she's wanting it like crazy. Mm-hmm. This is when women become cougars. Got you. God got a sense of humor, doesn't he? Sure does. Sure does. I've said that all the time. Isn't that interesting? So, yeah, you seek a man to give you those things. You want to go to school? Absolutely. Go ahead and pay for it. Pay for it all the way out. No, we're not doing half and half because you can get pissed off at me in the midway through and decide you ain't paying for the rest of it. Right. Pay for the whole thing. Right. And we good. I'll go to school and I'll come right here to work. I got a job to go to right after. Right. And even if you don't choose me, or this shit falls apart, I still have that certificate, and I can get a job anywhere else still on you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the deal. Wow. And her being a stripper, I, I mean a stripper, him asking for sexual favors probably wouldn't be too bad, would it? It ain't like, you know, the first time. That's kind of what you do. You provide fantasies, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if she and the thing about titties and implants is you got to upgrade them after a while. Even with boob implants, you got to get new ones implanted after like 10 years. So this is kind of like braces. You know, when you get them, you got to wear a retainer the rest of your life. They don't tell you that part. So mm-hmm. once you get the procedure, you don't realize until seven years into like, oh, I'm having complications or I'm being sick all the time. Yeah, it's time for you to switch your implants out. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the money for that. Yeah, but it's a... Because you thought it was a one-time thing? This is why these girls' butts are as big as they are. They have to keep getting that shit injected. If they're getting those fat alley things, that's why their asses look ridiculous. But if they have implants in their asses professionally done, they can just swap them out for new ones and just do the healing process over again, and it it still looks the same. Mm. Okay. But they half-ass in it. Right, 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 right. Well, they don't know any better. And they're just jumping on that plane in DR and getting the quick fix. And why is that the place? I don't know. It's just it just became really popular, and and and, and even is either DR or Brazil, and they just they just do it. You know what I mean? They jump on. That and plane. everybody's going to uh, Turkey for veneers. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. It's a thing. Like if you notice, every Instagram model or YouTuber, all their teeth are done. Mm-hmm. They're going to Turkey because they do veneers really cheap. But what they're not realizing is the aftermath. Like if you look at the videos of the girls who did it two years ago. Now they're having complications or need to get them removed or have to get it all done over again because they half-assed it. That's why it was so cheap. Right, right. And the thing with veneers is they saw your teeth down. You remember the Headless Horseman? You ever seen that movie with Johnny Depp? Sleepy Hollow? No. Okay, well, they take and they file your teeth down to, like, sharp points, like piranha teeth. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. That's what they did to Lil Wayne when he went to jail. They had to remove his grill because you can't have that in jail. So they yeah. removed his grill, and there was, like, pictures circulating of what his actual teeth looked like, and them shits look crazy. Yeah, so when they're going to Turkey to get this done, they're filing down more teeth than they need to. They're not being professional in how much they're fi- or what their filing is like. They mm-hmm. just wanted to be able, the veneer to fit over your teeth. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about leaving you any teeth. Right, right, right. So later on in life, underneath the veneers, your gums are tore up or you still got, you know, root canals and things because this tooth is rotten or it hit a nerve that rotted under the veneers. And so now your mouth is screwed and now you got to pay five grand Mm. to get this fixed and the root canals put out and to get new veneers, ones that are actually real. Mm. 
these cheap fixes don't work, guys. Right, right, right. Well, um, damn, the title of this episode is going to be Recap and Reaction to Smithereens. So um, we're going to get back to that. But I hope you guys are enjoying the uh, little anecdotes in between. Um, but we're going to get back to Smithereens. So in this Black Mirror episode of Smithereens, there were many subtle messages. And in this episode, uh, the police captain mentioned a shooting of an unarmed man. Did you peep that? I did. Vaguely. Yeah, yeah. See, a lot of things Black Mirror touches on. And because I w I'm not even going to say the show is, is, is timeless, but it captures the moment. And um, there's never going to be a moment where police shootings of unarmed black men stops. So mentioning this was kind of, you know, fitting for the moment. But even if you watch it in 2022 and they mentioned a shooting of an unarmed black man, whoever that next unarmed, well, they didn't say a black man, but whoever that unarmed man is will be relevant to the situation. Because there's always a shooting of an unarmed man. It happened in 2020. It happened in 2021. It's going to continue to happen. But Black Mirror definitely touched on it briefly. Also, mental health seems to be an underlining theme. Dude is clearly disturbed. And um, pretty much over what happened to his wife, he hasn't been able to handle it. He's going to grief counseling, but he hasn't spoken up about it. He didn't announce himself to the group he just sits there and he listens to other people talk, but it's something that's bothering him. He clearly does not know how to handle that situation. Do you agree? I agree. Um, at this point in time, though, we still don't even know that whole situation yet with why he's even doing this. Right, exactly, exactly. And that's all going to come to us, um, and, and we're going to get to that. We've already talked about what company we think Smithereen is. I think it's Facebook. Uh, you mentioned you think it's Twitter. Um, I think it's Twitter. Right. So in one part of the show, uh, the FBI gets on the phone and they are just the middleman between the local police and Smithereen. Right. And they were talking to the FBI and the local police department as if they were the big homie Smithereen. And like I said, I think it's Facebook. Um, but Facebook had so much information that they were able to be ahead of the situation before the police station uh, or the local police were able to pick up on it. Did you did you peep that as, as well? Smithereens, which I think is supposed to be Twitter. It's a lot of hashtagging going on. So I'm, I'm assuming it's Twitter, but they had more information than the actual cops did that were actually there and on the ground. Right. And they were giving information to the police and the police were taking that information and then using it amongst themselves. Correct. And then don't forget, there were two kids there that were riding their bike. They're filming everything. So this is how it's on smithereen. Right. Exactly. Also, the negotiator that the police have, he has no idea what's going on. He assumed that Christopher, uh, you know, the guy who took Jaden hostage, was doing it because it was a a status dynamic. Uh, the head of Smithereen is Billy Bauer, which I think would be uh, in America or it, if translated into actuality, would be uh, Zuckerberg. The negotiator, he said that he believes that Christopher 
being the same age as Billy Bauer, uh, was upset about his current status in comparison to Billy Bauer's status. And that clearly was not the case. We already are starting to learn why Christopher did what he did. And it has nothing to do with his status versus Billy Bauer's status. It absolutely doesn't. But can we point out, though, how Billy is on a silent retreat from social media, from life, and he's the owner? Exactly. That happens a lot. It's like um, doctors that will put you on meds that don't or wouldn't put their own children on meds. You know what I mean? Or like you ever seen, ever went to like a Chinese food store and you see the people that work there eating something totally different than what they're selling you? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I have seen that. Right, right, right. So you'd be looking like, what's that? Exactly. Like, like, no, that's not on menu. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So Billy Bauer was on a silent retreat for like 10 days and they said he was like halfway through or something like that. And they didn't want to bother him. But Christopher was really fixated on getting Billy Bauer, the head or CEO of Smithereen, on the phone. So uh-huh. um, yeah, I was not shocked at all by Billy Bauer knowing what his company or what his business uh, is doing to people and how it affects you uh, mentally. Well, clearly he's mentioned too, you know, it's, it's out of his control. It's to the point where he has to take, you know, solidarity retreats from it right? right. as well. And in order to reach him, they had to use, like, what are those phones? The ones they use in the military in the desert. Like, he was that far out of range. Right, right, right. Satellite. The Zach Morris phone with a satellite. Yep. See, he didn't even have a regular smartphone, and he's the head of that company, of, of basically Twitter. And he doesn't use it himself because he knows it's too much power. So now the story is finally coming together as to why Christopher took Jaden hostage. That reasoning is... Okay, so basically, Chris and his fiance were coming home from a function late at night. Um, She fell asleep in the passenger seat, and while Chris is driving, he gets a ding, a notification on his phone from Smithereens that basically he has, you know, a comment or something to check. He goes in to check, he looks down, and just that instant... He is in a car wreck that ends up killing his fiance. Now, the person he wrecked with had alcohol in his system, so they ruled him as the cause of the accident. But in actuality, Chris knows the reason his fiance died was because he looked down at that text. So he's been carrying internally the guilt that he is the reason he is without his fiance. Um, whereas the world thinks, or her family and everybody just thinks it was a drunk accident, you know, hidden car accident, and he shouldn't stress over it. But he's been dealing with it for three years. Mind you, this happened in 2015. Currently, it is 2018. So for three years, he has been struggling with this depression of the fact that he is the cause of his fiance being deceased. Right, right, right. And um, I can see him having some guilt behind that. Right, but he also it's also a split thing in a sense because he also feels like Smithereens has a lot to do with it because if they didn't send me the text, I wouldn't have looked. But you also didn't have to look. That's correct. Now, another thing about he didn't have to look, for me, sometimes when I'm um, uh, trying to connect my... Um, like if I rent a car and to go somewhere and I try to sync up my Bluetooth with uh, the Bluetooth of the car with my phone, 
it'll say this function is not available while car is in motion. In motion, yes. Mine does that too. Right. So I try to do all that before I take off. Exactly. So if Smithereen was to somehow say no notifications while vehicle is in motion, that may have stopped Christopher's fiance from passing. No, it wouldn't have. Why wouldn't it? And let me tell you why. Because the ding would have came through. He still would have looked down at his phone from hearing the virtual, the you know, the audio of that. The of notification. That, um, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm but saying is, what if you're not able, him, what if you're not able to get a notification while your car is in motion? But still, the ding would have came through. And, it, and when you look down at it, it's going to say can't read notification while car is in motion. No, you could have killed yourself in that no, time no, 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 reading no. that. Candy, what I'm saying is, what if you don't get the notification until your vehicle stops? Even if I send you a text message at 6.30 at night, if your car is in motion when I hit send, you're not going to get the notification that I sent that until you stop at 6.35. Gotcha. Yeah, that's one thing. If they're not going to send the notification until the car comes to a complete stop, that's different, yes. Because I feel like if... They sent the notification while you were driving, and even if you look down at your phone for it to say, it can't give you no, you know, repost while the car is in motion. You still could have killed yourself in the time it took to read that. that. That's right. But if you're not able to get any notifications while the car is in motion, then that solves the problem right there. That's yeah. But then that would have to be your phone connected to your vehicle. Not necessarily. Once you get inside of a car. Like my phone knows, my GPS knows when it's nighttime versus when it's daytime. Like when it's nighttime and I'm going somewhere, my GPS, the background is 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 is, is a light gray, nightish color. If the sun is out and it's the AM, it's white, and my phone knows. Okay. That, you know what I mean? So these smartphones are like even if you're when you're driving, right? The your GPS can tell you how far away you are if you're driving versus if you're walking versus if you're on public transportation. There's nothing that these smartphones can't do nowadays. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. And and trust and believe they do know your whereabouts and where you are. And right. like I told you before, when I was pregnant, I would all of a sudden get advertisements for pregnant porn. Like, why? Oh, wow. That's nasty. But how does the universe know I'm pregnant? Because I go and Google and I look at maternity things or baby things or, you know, labor and delivery questions or whatever. So they start sending me ads, you know, with porn and, and shit for pregnant porn. And I'm like, how? <laughs> Mind you, I was 18 at the time. So technology was there, but not as advanced as it is now. But how does it know? Right. And that's why a lot of these even smaller uh, companies, like even if you sign up for like like a CVS app or something like that. Like it'll ask you your age and then it'll ask you what your sex is. And it's like, why does that matter? I just want to get CVS coupons. Why do you care if I'm male or female or not? But these, these companies share that information. So it's not even CVS that wants to know this. It's just a, a repetitive uh, inquiries on whether or not the user of this phone is male or female. So we know what type of uh, demographic this person is so we know what to uh, force upon them. Like, you can Google right now, um, like, you can be a vegetarian, right? And let's just say you wanted to test something out. 
You can type in steakhouses near me. You can have no interest in it. But going forward, things that you will, notifications that you will be sent in the future or going forward will actually be related to steakhouses or, uh-huh. or, or um, you know, restaurants near you. Because that's how all of this social media and, and Google stuff works. It's crazy the way it works, you know? Well, don't don't forget Alexa, too. That one's always just sitting listening. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't have an Alexa, but that that's crazy because me and you, if we were in the same room, we could just be having a simple conversation. But the moment I say, Alexa, Tupac, instantly Tupac's name is going to come up. Like that means that you're listening to every single thing. And the only time you respond is when I say your name. But exactly. But but you have to be on for me to for you to hear me say your name. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. And those are in most house like those are household things like everybody has one so they can hear what goes on. You know, my mom used to have this friend and he was in the military and we thought maybe, you know, him being in the military maybe gave him some PTSD and he just ain't been right rap mm-hmm. tight since. Or Hold whatever, on. Before but... you finish that story, I just want to try something. If I have a listener that has Alexa Alexa, play Tupac, hit him up. Right? Now, if that person is listening to this on their phone or anywhere where it's, like, being played aloud, they have just now heard the first thing Tupac says on hit him up. Yeah, basically. Basically. It didn't even have to come from your voice. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So you were saying about the uh, PTSD guy? Oh, yeah, he, he was in the military, and once he got out, he just wasn't rap tight, you know, anymore, and he, we visited him, and he just, he didn't have a TV, well, he had a TV, but it wasn't plugged in, and he had, like, covered it with stuff, because he felt like that they watch him through the TV. Oh, yeah, I definitely have black tape over the camera on my laptop. I don't play those games. Okay, that's one thing. Okay, but then he started to say, like, um, he covered, you know, portraits or pictures because he, he kept saying they moved. That's sick. Okay, but why why we can't believe that some people somebody's watching him through the television and not believe that the pictures are moving? Because, I mean, in his head, it might be, he might be telling the truth. I mean, you don't... I don't want to get into the psychology of somebody that has PTSD... Um, we, well, he was never diagnosed with it. He never went to a doctor or anything. We just assumed this is because of military. Like, you know, right. a lot of people go and come back screwed up. But it's more understandable, right? At least I think that... I think so. That the TV, because people say this, you're not watching the TV. The TV is watching you, right? It's more understandable that his television is watching him than it is that a painting of a, you know, on his wall is watching him. You know but I mean? how is a TV? TVs don't have cameras. They're not like laptops or computers. They how don't do have cameras know? on them. How how do you know a TV doesn't have a camera on it? Because it's not um, publicized. Uh, that doesn't. But wouldn't mean... they make money off of that? Wouldn't they make money off of if they could put cameras on TVs and record? You know, you playing little uh, Dance Dance Revolution, those little games and whatnot. Like you usually got to buy a recorder to post those and go. Who along says with the that thing. is for you? Huh? Who says that the camera on a TV would be for your benefit? That's what I mean. I mean, why would they make a tell? You can make more money that way if there's a camera in it. Oh, yeah, by the way, you can record stuff, too. Not of course necessary. they're going to no. jack up the price. No, 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 no. They put a camera on the TV. They don't tell you. You bring that TV into your house. 
and they're now able to watch you. Just think of how many things you've done in front of your TV that you wouldn't do if you knew for certain there was a camera on it watching you. Yeah, like walk around naked because nobody's here? Exactly. That's great. I'm not ashamed of my body. Have fun. Okay. But if that shit gets posted, I'm suing. Okay, but what if it's posted on the dark web? Who are you going to sue then? I have nobody. I, I, I wouldn't be able to do anything about it. But still, there is the matter of, but... From what from what angle it's being filmed at, I, or what room I can tell which TV it is. You think all of them have it? Seriously, you think all all of them have hidden cam? Like, listen, why if though? you it, what do you mean why? Why is there? But we're nobodies. I can see you doing that to like a Russian mafia gangster, or somebody you're trying to catch, or okay. You know, but how, how do you know which television the the, the Russian mafia is going to come into Best Buy and purchase? So put them in all the TVs. Spend the money to put them in all TVs. You so we're going to just... You keep saying spend the money. Sweetheart, this is America. Money is not an issue. That's not true. We have homeless people here. Money is an issue. It, it may not be for you or me, but it is an issue. We have homeless. We have people starving. We have people in shelters. I, I live in Portland. Dude, there's so many homeless people downtown. Do you like, think America tents. gives a fuck about homeless people? Clearly not. We throw away millions of dollars worth of food every day just because they can't pay for it. For what's going in the trash, why not give it to them? Because you know they throw their shit in the trash, right? Everybody except Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese's salad bar, they don't throw that shit out. They throw a tarp over it because it's on ice, and then they stack it with new shit the next day. So when you get to the bottom, you're eating yesterday's fucking salad. Yeah, I, I don't have kids, so I didn't know that. Um, but yeah. I only know that because we stayed past uh, 1030 one time when they were closing and I was like, I noticed they didn't clean the, the fucking buffet. They just threw a tarp over it. Yeah. Okay. So now back to smithereen, we, we know, or we already knew, but now Billy Bauer, the head of smithereen knows what happened, uh, with Chris and his wife and why this hostage situation happened um this is i'm gonna say this is the only way he could have got billy bauer on the phone by kidnapping Jaden. he had no intention on killing him but christopher did threaten to kill himself i don't know i mean i've, I've i don't have anybody's uh death by mistake or even on purpose on my hands uh what do you think about the way Christopher handled that situation, Candy? Um, I feel like Christopher, again, another foretelling, like when the woman said, you know, you could die tomorrow. And then in that same scene, like with him ready to take himself out, he's like, you know, I'm running out of time. I don't have much time left. Blah, blah, blah. He knows he's he's expecting to end it this way, right, you know? Right. So, um, but with Jaden there, and again, like I told you, I felt like I'd realized what he was, that he was going through something and that he wasn't really a killer when he let him get out the trunk. Right, 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 right. So from there, Jaden felt compassion for him and, of course, tried to stop him from doing it. But not only that, like, it's only two of us in this goddamn car, bro. Like, I'm going to need therapy for life if you do this in front of me. Right, But right. it's natural to try and stop someone, not just for your own, but, like, please don't, because I, I won't be able to sleep at night, you know, just rethinking it and realizing that he's really a good guy. Right. And then now, he just took himself out like that. That would be on right. his heart Hold on, forever. hold on, hold on. We're going to get right to that, because he, he didn't take himself out. He was about to, and Jaden attempted to stop him, but yes. f 
from, uh, I would say, about 40 or 50 feet away. The cops didn't know what was happening inside the car. They just saw a tussle, right? But yeah. before that tussle happened, uh, Billy Bauer tried his best to talk Chris out of committing suicide. And I thought that was very um, helpful or very thoughtful of Chris to go back and, in his mind, help out somebody uh, by getting, help out the woman by getting the password to her daughter's uh, social media account to help her have closure on her daughter. Uh, we never saw whether or not she got that closure, but at least she got the password. So, um, you know, Chris was able to do that for her. But back to inside the car with Christopher and Jaden, um, you, you, you did say you wouldn't want somebody to do that in front of you. But if no. if 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 a, a guy has a gun and he's he doesn't want to harm you, but he's about to attempt to take himself out, what would your reaction be? To be compassionate, the same thing. Talk you, him you out would of try it. to snatch the weapon away from him. No, okay. um, I wouldn't try to snatch it. You would I try would to try to him. use my words. Exactly, use your words. Now, the crazy thing about the ending to this is. They were tussling, and the police captain gave the confirmation or the okay to the sniper to take the what she called critical shot. Um, and they let one off. It missed. But the second one was the ending of the show. Do you think... Yes. Do you believe that the sniper hit Christopher and took him out? I can't really say it could have hit Jaden. We'll never know. But at the same time, once that bullet went off, that's when the mom pressed the button to enter. Right. And then the thing went off. And even in her situation, I know that even though she got into her persona account, that's not going to be enough. It's not going to answer questions for her. She's going to get she's going to move on to probably smithereens. Yeah. So what I think and that's true, there's like stages of grief. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know the stages in order, but there's like disbelief, right? Uh, there's um, acceptance. That comes later, but at one point, at some point, you have to like, you know, you, anger. Right, exactly. All of that factors into it. So, like, at acceptance is the very, very, very last part, right? So right now, the mother is probably in the disbelief and grieving portion of it. But now that she gets these answers, I don't even know. Like you said, I don't think that that would be enough for her. But at least yeah, it because, would... Well, in my opinion, anybody ready to commit suicide, unless they put in a post on their page, what are, what are you going to go look for? Their chats or D, in their DMs, stuff people sent them? Mm -hmm. uh, How yeah, are you going to get closure media, from that? Yeah, social media is... Uh, some some certain people are more open on social media than they are in real life. So um, this is a fictional show, but um, for the purpose of the show, hopefully the mother got the closure she needs, but she'll never know. I asked you your opinion on whether or not you thought the sniper hit uh, Chris, but in my opinion, I believe the sniper did hit Chris because once the notifications went off, I don't know what message everybody afterwards was getting, but the only person that reacted toward the notification from his phone was Billy Bauer. 
and the expression that he displayed on his face was almost like it was like sorrow, nice. sadness, you know what I mean? And I believe that he may have been sad because he saw a notification because he knew who he was talking to. He knew he mm -hmm. was talking to Christopher who had a uh, a car accident because this is great. This is a, a, a social media company that's greater than the police department. You know what I mean? So he yeah. knew exactly who he was talking to. And from his reaction of sorrow and sadness, I believe that he knew that, you know, for some reason, the police had to take out Christopher. But at the same no. time, I don't even think they should have done it that way. You know what I mean? Because I don't it think it, it was necessary. Honestly, I don't think he would have shot any of them. Exactly. They could have approached and apprehended him. Exactly. He was harmless. If they approached the car and tased him or even approached the car and manhandled him and said, yo, get out, get out the car. You know what I mean? We're going to step up your fucking grief counseling and you're going to handle it this way. He did not want to kill Jaden at all. You know what I mean? Like, mm -mm. he's not a killer. He's a teacher. He just happened to have a gun and he just happened to want to get some shit off his chest because of what he was going through. So I don't think that he was. I, I, I guess you could say he 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 right. He um he, he became unhinged. But was he really unhinged? Because if you're unhinged, you're you go on a killing spree like Homeboy did in the in the last recapping reaction. Yeah, but did. this was a this was an unhinged of a non sociopath. Gotcha. Like somebody like us would go probably this extent. Um, but somebody with you know with that's a sociopath, yeah, would go further, like the movie, mm -hmm. to even kill or whatever. But I think this is a normal type of unhinged. I don't think he wanted to die. And if he knew he could get away with his life, and I think he would have cooperated and did that in the end, but he still needed to do this. It mm -hmm. had to be done. It's been three years of buildup. I have to do this. Right, 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 right. Yeah. See, and, 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 and another thing, I have to do this. Maybe if he participated a little bit more in the grief counseling, a good counselor would have been able, not been able to, but would have had a better chance at helping him is is, is how I feel. But, That's um, true, but but first of all, too, I don't agree with, like, if you're in rehab, I don't think you should delve into a relationship or even a sexual relationship with another partner in rehab. Evidently, you're both screwed. That's why you're both here. You can do nothing for the other, in a sense. But you but bring you, each other down. You are in a sound state of mind on the outside looking in. You're not in that position of losing a loved one. So, you know, that that opinion is valid, but Well, my no, what I was making my opinion on was the fact that he he was in grief counseling and then he decided to hook up with somebody else that was in it as well. So these are two depressed people and I get you guys feel like you have something in common, but opposites attract. You need someone you need to get out and date. Like had had he moved on and dated someone, he would have processed this much better. But he was very closed off. I mean, when he was in that cafe, it wasn't like he was trying to introduce himself to people. The only place he felt accepted, in my opinion, was at the grief counseling meeting. So he wouldn't have even been able to open himself up to have a conversation with someone. He was so closed off. You know what I mean? So Right, but this is three years of closed offness. That's how yeah, it, three that's, years, that's, it'll build up. That's his fiance. He had no other option besides to go to grief counseling and to get in touch with Billy Bauer, the head of Smithereen. And once that happened, it's like, I finally got this off my chest. That was my fiance. I got nothing else to live for. 
I'm checking out. Mm-hmm. I do believe he was so depressed he felt like he would never find love like that again. Right. And she's not here because of me. Exactly, exactly. Um, so in a sense, he felt like he, he destroys everything he touches. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that's that's it. We Black Mirror is really... Uh, you know, it's like that. They give you, they give you something, but at the end, it's theater of the mind. It's you choose the ending, pretty much. What do you think happened? And like I said, I think the sniper hit the target, and the target was uh, Christopher. More than likely. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but hell, it could have took them both out. One shot. They was tussling. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit. Jaden was only an intern, you know, so. Hopefully, I don't even know if he would still be working for a company after going through that. Even well, after his... this, I think I deserve a permanent position. I ain't no intern after that. Yeah, I don't even know if I want to continue working with this company after that. I think I may look into a completely different direction. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that that can't happen to you at another company. It does, but I mean, just think about what he's going through. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, for sure. I expect some, you know, paid time off because I'm going to have to, you know, get my head together. He's going to have to go to to grief counseling now but um yeah that that's... i wonder as an intern can do you even because technically you're really not an employee you're kind of just being tested out right so exactly. could you even sue the company for that or well he was definitely going to make some type of come up because billy bauer uh mentioned he did not care about money because in the beginning they thought christopher was doing this for money and billy bauer said i don't give a damn about the money if he wants money send it to him and if this is the uh fake facebook uh, Facebook is not short on money, so give that intern some money. Give him a permanent position with us, um, and um, we'll go from there. You know what I mean? Or even if he yeah. wants to leave, give him a severance package. But either way it goes, whether he continues employment with us or he leaves, he'll be compensated for that. Now, I think I honestly think you could get the money and keep the employment like you got a job for life at that point. Exactly. And that was very possible. And um, that's how the story ended. So, um, you know, that's it for this episode. And um, once again, Candy, if they didn't hear in the beginning, uh, give the listeners your Instagram. I am at XO dot Candy Yams, C-A-N-D-E-E-Y-A-M-Z dot XO. Awesome. And um, I am Limitless underscore E. If you guys watch some things and you may want us to uh, talk about them uh, and you want to hear us discuss them. Ooh, request. Exactly. Yeah, request. Exactly. You can send me a DM or send Candy a DM and uh, we'll definitely respond back to you guys and uh, let you know what steps we'll take moving forward. Um, thanks a lot. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. I appreciate it. Peace out. Um, for obvious reasons, or maybe not so obvious, on the DMX episode, I didn't ask you what your Instagram was. Um, I'm going to ask you now. Um, okay. I'm going to ask you now, and you can give that to the listeners. Why are you, la- why are you laughing? Because you, <laughs> I swear, leading up to it, you were like, basically, they're going to whoop your ass. Are you sure? You want me to post this? And I was like, I don't know your um, fan base. So, I mean, if you think they're going to attack me, then maybe not. But I still don't feel like I said an
people so you're like, you know I didn't, you share with your people name. you share with your people i share with my people my people didn't have nice things to say about you clearly 